Welcome to Remolations, where your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're talking about a crazy mall shooter, math homework, and everyone's favorite snack, Lunchables. Mmm, and don't forget about dinosaurs and tornadoes. Ooh, that sounds good all around. So let's get started. Woo! Hey, Brooke. Hi, Mindy. How are you? It's Christmas week. Woo! I love the holidays. I do. I can't believe it's here. Like, and it doesn't seem like Christmas because we're in the Midwest and there's no snow. It's like going to be 50 on Christmas Eve. Um, again, I don't really have so much of a problem with that. If we're going to go to one extreme or the other, <laughs> You'd rather have that one. I'd rather have a mild winter, but I understand. Like we talked about it in the past, I like a white Christmas, but that's about it. Yeah. And it's been a while since we've had snow on Christmas Eve. It mm, seems like quite remember. a few years. Yeah. It always happens like before, like a huge dump or then, and then right after nothing. and then a huge dump. And it's like, okay, well, that's great and all, but. Just really it's wanted it on Christmas. I just need it Christmas really those two time. days a year. <laughs> yep. Well, we have some re- we have some reams to dream. We <laughs> we have some reams to dream. We, we certainly have do. Some dreams to read today. <laughs> and I'm excited about this one because this dream that I'm gonna start with um, comes from Megan. And Ooh. Megan's one of our amazing friends in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. Thank you, Megan. Uh, here we go. It's called My Literal Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Scary. (laughs) I was at the beach with people and had to leave to get to babysitting on time. I left, but I took some wrong turns and decided to go to a mall to get something to eat and to use the bathroom. (laughs) The mall's the most efficient place to do that, not a gas station. Both things. Oh, gross. No, not the gas station. (laughs) I parked and I walked around for a while before I went back to the car only to find someone had broken in and was actually sitting in my passenger seat Ooh. eating Lunchables. Well, that's rude. She didn't even have to get anything to eat after all. She could have just waited till she got Shared the Lunchables car. with Share the person, the, the criminal who broke into her car. Oh. Is it the pizza ones or is it the Oh, God. I turkey never had the pizza meat. ones. I always like just the OG, regular crackers. Like, crackers, but... It was nice when they throw in like a Capri Sun or yeah. like a fun size little candy bar. Nothing like or something. overpaying for something you have in your cabinet anyways, like cheese and meat. But you don't have it in a cute container. So that's, that's the difference. I mean, that's the convenience factor. My dad has made me start buying the ingredients of my P3s, which is like the same yes, thing. Yes. Like it's like the a adult meat, lunchable. A nut. Adult lunchable and a cheese. He's like, you know, you can buy a block of cheese, you can buy a thing of cashews, and you can buy some ham and cut it up and make your own. I'm like, that's just mm. too much work. I'll try it, but I have to get like fun size Ziplocs and stuff. You have to get one of those containers, like those boxes that can have each individual. Each individual. (laughs) You know, you got to have the right bite. One of each thing in each That's bite, it. so you gotta got someone broke. Someone broke into her car and was eating some lunchables, <laughs> and then her grandma was there and she was yelling about how ungrateful I was. Judgy oh. grandma. Jeez, why is she ungrateful? Her well, car's I mean, being some... broken into <laughs> <laughs> because she had to share her lunchable. I don't know. Okay, grandma, take it down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a cop to tell them someone was in my car and. 
They were very disinterested. <laughs> Poor Megan here. I get why she calls it literal nightmare. Right? No At one's least cares. Not like no one's helping her. I went back into the mall and immediately someone told me to get down because there was an active shooter. Oh, no. Yeah. They came straight towards me with an assault rifle <gasps> and I gave her everything I had. <laughs> with what? <laughs> she was wearing knee socks and had blonde hair. Oh, and she was very tall, over six foot. Oh, no. I mean, talk about... Uh, that's exactly what I think of when I think of an active shooter. A, bl- a tall blonde chick with some knee socks. Yes, I think of like a Russian femme fatale. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> could be. That could be. But my God, that's scary. Very scary. She took my notebook and was going through it and made fun of me for some bad math homework. Ooh, that's hitting <laughs> below the belt. <laughs> She was scared I was going to see work things and kill me, so I didn't get her in trouble. Megan said, I used to work for the government. So oh, I can see there's a lot of stemming problems here. Can't trust anyone. She took my debit card and made me tell her my pin. She wiped my account and took all the cash I had and walked away. All the women around me came and started hugging me and telling me it was okay. And we all cried and hid together. Oh, there's a good I would, support I group there around her, it seems like. We got the word that she left, and everyone started walking to their cars. She came back in and saw me and came right up to me and beat me on the back of my shoulders and back and my head and then took oh, off. What? She came back just to beat her <laughs> just up Just to a finish bit? it off. Wow, rude. that's down and rude, dirty. Rude. She took her money and beat her up, but she came back. She had to think about it. She's like, uh, I might as well beat her up, too. Came I back. might as well come back and beat her up, too. That's the whole package. Yep. No matter this is a nightmare, Megan. My God. I immediately called 911 and they asked me to tell them everything. So I did. And I got to the part about the debit card and the lady on the phone was so rude and said, we don't care about your money. And then hung up on me. 911 hung up on her? Yes. (laughs) We don't care about someone stealing your money. Goodbye. Megan says, I was devastated and rightly so. I hugged my new friends goodbye, and we all knew we had a strong bond. I got into the car and drove straight to where my parents were, and they were with my aunt and uncle. I asked them to speak to my mom alone and told her everything, but she didn't seem to care much. Oh, no. No one is listening to Megan. I was feeling so guilty about not babysitting, but didn't know if I should text or call the woman to explain. Oh, my God. This whole time, that's all she's talking about. She's like... Dang, I got to get to that babysitting job. Now, I don't know if Megan's like 13 or she's like 35, but she's dedicated to her job. That's all we know. She wraps up by saying, my boyfriend called and was pissed that I was talking to my mom and not to him. And then she woke up. Oh, you know why? Because he was probably like, hey, I thought you were babysitting. I'm coming (laughs) over. This is going to be our little kinky night of babysitting. Don't tell the kids. You know, that is... (laughs) Don't tell the kids. Shh. Oh, what if we get caught? Shh. Oh. Just be quiet. The parents are going to be home till 10. Let's get naked. You're I right. That that's how be. I was. That's how you babysat? Yep. Inviting all the boys over? I invited them all over. <laughs> Every single oh, man. one. You know, I was such a, a Lothario back in high school. You were just a, a snake. As my mom used to call. <laughs> You have to explain what snake means. 
My mom used to call the loose women of the day. Well, I mean, this, I mean, because she was born in the 50s. So this would have been like in the 60s, the late 60s, I guess. Everyone was loose in the 60s. But I guess they used the term snake to describe a woman who got around. A frisky, adventurous young woman who who's just living her best life. It's fine, living her best life and loving everyone. That was definitely not me in high school, but we did always crack up when your mom would say "snake" because I remember <laughs> we had to ask her. Oh, were those girls snakes? What does snake mean? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she's got some good ones. But going back to Megan's dream, I mean, that yeah. is a nightmare of a dream. I mean, that just went on and on and just the no help thing. That's what I was going to say. It is a nightmare because it's like all you're trying to do, you're scared stuff is happening and you're reaching out for help. And no one's paying attention to what you have to say. The cop's not helping. 911's not helping. Your mom doesn't care. Your boyfriend's just mad because he can't come over to your babysitting job. Oh, my God. She, There's no support there, except for that group of women, it sounds That's like, true. that she was with. But other than that, oh, Megan, I'm so sorry. That is a terrible dream. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to start kind of with the top, which is the babysitting, because if, if I think about babysitting, it's a lot of responsibility. You know, you're making mm-hmm. sure these kids don't die, usually. It starts off with she feels like she has some large responsibility or something in her life that she's responsible for. And going into that thing of, you know, all these people not helping, like she doesn't maybe feel like she has a support system in her life. Just worry that she doesn't have that support system to help her through, you know, whatever, whatever thing she's going through at this point. The next part of the dream she talks about is like the person breaking into her car and eating her Lunchables, which... Any kind of food, I think, in a dream is referencing sustenance. It's, you know, something that fills you and have some someone steal that from you and take it and eat it. You're just like... Right. And it's sad because it's like a Lunchable you think about is probably like the most basic yes. thing besides like bread and butter. <laughs> you know, like a Lunchable is pretty simple. Yes. And for her to even feel like that's being taken from her, like, that's, like, so sad. Like, I feel so bad for her. And, like, and again, grandma doesn't care. Cops didn't care. So, like, maybe whoever's kind of the biggest influences in her life, she's not feeling the support from them right now. Sorry, Megan. I think you need some new people in your life. We could be your friends. We can be your friends. We love making new friends. (laughs) We're the bestest, best friends ever. Megan's going to just keep submitting dreams to us over and over and over. <laughs> we got your back. <laughs> we got you, girl. Okay, so when she gets to the mall and there's an active shooter, and I'm thinking just, that's just you know, chaos. That's you know, people running everywhere. She's just scared. And yeah. it's you know this tall, blonde, knee sock wearing woman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just... It's funny because if I'm going to think of like my mind immediately goes to like a scary guy, you know, like dressed in a black trench coat with a gun that's but in her mind, it's this tall woman who is not very nice to her, obviously, because not only did she take her money, she also, you know, made fun of her math homework. (laughs) That's beyond reproach i mean you can't make fun of someone's math homework that's tough shit it's hard as it is it's hard enough as long as you show your work you can get partial credit show your work (laughs) if i learned anything from my dad just write a bunch of numbers and lines going down don't skip steps show your work (laughs) so megan hmm, how does mm -hmm. this work into megan's dream let's think here the math is obviously you're trying to solve a problem. That's all math boils down to. Yeah, and it's very black or white. There's either a right answer or there's a wrong That's answer. That's true. I hate math. And I'm not very good at it. 
<laughs> math's not my favorite, but math is tough because it's like there's something comforting in it that it is black or white. Like there's either a right answer or a wrong answer. It's five or it's not five. Like that's the answer. When you write an essay, you know, it's kind of like you can have some room for interpretation there. So it's so different mm-hmm. between like different. I'm just having all these memories of high school and college <laughs> and how I would approach different classes differently. But yeah, I think it's very interesting that it was math homework. Yes, specifically. math specifically. Yeah. So there is problem solving. And maybe that's the part that she understands that she's not getting any support. Like there's something in her life. She's like, I don't know how to approach it. But I feel like no one's giving me any help to approach this problem. Maybe she's facing. I agree 100%. But no, then we get to the part where she's, you know, there is that form of camaraderie where there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of women and they're hugging and they're expressing their feelings and just crying. And actually crying in dreams can symbolize you trying to express your feelings. Have you ever cried in a dream? Oh, I'm sure I have. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure I have. It's very vulnerable. To cry in your dream is, you know, you're just opening yourself up already subconsciously. But then to cry in a dream is very raw emotion. I I never thought of it like that, but that would absolutely 100% be true because it's like your dreams are already like not reeling from what you're feeling. And like, if you can't even be happy in your dream or solve things in your dream, which most of us can't, we're, we're working it out. But yeah, that's just really sad because it's like, she has she has no support system in this dream or anything. And it it, it does make me sad for her. The last part I think was kind of funny is she her boyfriend was pissed at her at the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is from speak from experience. I rem- I've woken up from dreams just being pissed off at my husband because oh. of what happened in a dream, but I know it's not real. So like I wake up and I'm like, oh that son of a bitch right next to me. <laughs> And then I have to like tell myself it's not really real that I'm pissed at him. It's just a dream I'm pissed at him. But I will still like for an hour have like this little grudge on my shoulder. I'm glad you said that because, you know, when I do remember my dreams, which is kind of few and far between nowadays, they're always so intense Mm -hmm. that when I wake up, I am kind of like shaken for one to many hours. Mm-hmm. And it is weird where you like have a grudge against someone from <laughs> something you dreamt about. And you're happen. like, you like you said, you try to be logical, you keep telling yourself like, <laughs> that was a dream. But it's such an intense emotion and feeling that's mm-hmm. brought up that you yeah. can't shake it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a husband to get mad at, but I get it. <laughs> I've held grudges before where I'm like, you fucker. I just roll over and I just glare, like <laughs> stare asshole. angrily at him. <laughs> he like morning. He's all like love you, cute. I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> I don't like the devil voice comes out. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand what you made me feel in my dream? I say, I saw you looking at the other woman. I saw it with my own and eyes he's in like, my wait, dream. What? 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 <laughs> I do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think if Megan woke up pissed off at her boyfriend, it's, it's well warranted. I at least for an hour. Give it an hour and then let it go. <laughs> for an hour. Then cool off a bit. Then cool off. And then realize, sorry, it was a dream. I still love you. Let's move on. <laughs> I think we just had to find, you know, you got to find your tribe. You got to find your group of people that, you know, can support you. And it can change throughout your life. I mean, sometimes, you know, it's my sisters that will support me and I can reach out to my sisters about things. Another thing, it's it's in life. It's about, I talk to you, Brooke, and I'm like, yeah, this is what's going on in my life. It can be that maybe that that group she's reaching out to might not be the group that can help her best with it right now. 
Yeah. And you have to find that that group, uh, whether it be like coworkers. I mean, she did work for the government. I don't know if I trust anyone there, but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can be those coworkers. It could be the, the friends from any, you know, like fitness classes or the mom groups or classmates, anything. So just find that group, reach out to them, plan like a night out, have just a good time. I think she's distressed. I think she just needs to, she needs to reconnect with lose. a friend group. And it's not, like you said, I don't think it's necessarily like she doesn't have the right people in her life. It's just not the right combination. Like right now, it's not the right group or she's not talking to the right people. Or maybe she's, she's like, they haven't, they've just not connected because life's been busy. So with this group that of friends, maybe she just needs to reach out and get them together and be like, hey, you know, it's been a while. We need yeah. to connect. Maybe it's her mind telling her that she us, needs to reach right? out Like it's been a crazy topsy-turvy time and... We've all felt like we've reached out, but not reached out enough. How are we staying mm-hmm. connected? So I think there's probably a lot of that she's dealing with as well. And it's the holidays. So put on your ugly Christmas sweater and go have fun. Just dance the <laughs> night away, Megan. Just dance it out. Oh, man. I miss going out and dancing. Me too. Yay, yay, yay. Thank you, Megan. That was a good one. That was awesome. Thanks, Megan, so much. If you want us to talk about your dream... And we do want to hear from all of you. Don't forget to share your dreams with us at revelations.com slash share a dream. We'd want to hear them all. All and everything from everyone. So all are welcome here. (laughs) All right, Brooke, do you have one for us? I do. And this is Julia from New Jersey. Julia. The dream title is just Dinado. Okay. (laughs) We'll find out what it's about. Okay. I'm Uh, very intrigued. So she did make some notes at the beginning before I read it that this is just one of her most common reoccurring dreams, Mm -hmm. but it's also one of her favorites. So then I'll just read it. It's going to be one of my favorites, I can tell. I'm very excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) It starts while I'm inside and a child. I'm always fairly young in this dream. She's inside a child? Inside and a child. Can you say that again? (laughs) I'm like, that that is weird. (laughs) That's a very strange dream, Julia, but thank you. It's like the magic school bus. Do you remember that cartoon? I do remember it. Okay. I didn't. go inside your plasma system. I mean, I wasn't as into science as you were. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Can you try that again? Let's go to your plasma. (laughs) We can ride your respiratory system. Is that anaerobic or aerobic? (laughs) Oh, Oh, biology is coming back to me. Okay. It starts while I'm inside and a child. Okay. I'm always fairly young in this dream. There's a bad storm coming, including a tornado. I run outside during the storm. Mm, don't ever do wind. that. That's not a good idea. They say I get didn't in a low basement. I think that was a good idea either. But she says with the wind howling and whipping around because we have a good size, large square hole in the backyard. <laughs> like oh, you, a pool used to be there or they're putting in a pool? I don't know. Is just... this like poltergeist? This is confusing to me. But okay. okay. That's what dreams are. That's what they are. Okay. I remember that when you're outside and there's a tornado, you want to get in a hole or a ditch. Very so true. I, I took a lot of meteorology classes. And I that know is, you did. You yeah. That's like the only thing you can do. You just shouldn't yeah. be in your car. Should not be in your car. Okay. So she jumps into the large man-made hole. <laughs> the tornado comes into the hole. Oh, God. And while swirling, morphs into a large cartoon dinosaur. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the tornado. Oh, the dying. I get it now. Dinado. Dinado. Right? Tornado. Got it. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, we'll find out the answer soon. Okay. Uh, but she does <laughs> point out that it's not a Barney style dinosaur. <laughs> it's not purple. She, it's very specific. She says, more like from the movie, We're Back, a dinosaur oh. story. <laughs> Have you seen this movie? I haven't. I've heard of it, but okay. I have not seen it. <laughs> but it's so specific that she's very specific. The full title of the movie The Dinosaur Makes Her Play a Game for Her Life. So <laughs> he magically produces a game board and dice. However, the dice are small bones. <laughs> and I roll the dice and then I wake up. Every time wow. I always wake up after rolling the dice. Oh, it's a good one. It is a good That's one. That's a good I, one. I think there's lots to discuss Completely with this bizarre. Nothing <laughs> so makes bizarre. sense in this at Nothing. all. But I think that's kind of maybe what um, she's dealing with because it's like, again, it's a reoccurring dream. So it's something she's obviously dealing with since childhood. And she's a young child in the dream. Mm -hmm. And tornadoes, you know, you just think of fear and chaos and just destruction. Destruction. Everything's going wrong. And but what I thought and we kind of talked about it, she runs outside. <laughs> from her house. Right. Out of safety. <laughs> out of somewhere safety. Le less safe. Into the storm. So that just makes me think that, yeah, Julie's got something going on, but maybe she's ready to kind of She's kind of fearless in this. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe she, it's time for her to just kind of address whatever she's dealing with. Dinosaurs, then this is just my opinion. I would think they represent something from the past. Yeah, yeah. And just because of their size, I know we've kind of talked about in the past, like this could represent a big problem for julia mm -hmm. maybe she's avoiding dealing with an issue you know like this is a big problem but the thing i thought was interesting was that she made the dinosaur into a cartoon <laughs> so like but we only had the power to make whatever scary into something please, less scary please let share. us know how you do it <laughs> no um, my question is 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 this now i might have to look this movie out but is it like a tiny hand dinosaur, like a T-Rex? Or is it like a velociraptor, which are like super smart and cunning? There's not specifics. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to look up this show. But the movie could represent, if you're thinking about like dinosaurs, there's not usually a movie that's just about one dinosaur. Right. It's called We're Back! Exclamation point. Okay. I'll, we're we're going to pause this for a second. We're going to come back. <laughs> okay. <gasps> Something's happening. Do you see it now? It's like just the movie poster. Okay, movie she poster. even put like "Where back!" exclamation point. <laughs> like <laughs> a dinosaur in, story in her dream title. Like she knows this movie. It's got like cartoony, cute. It's got like a little T Rex. There, it's got like a it looks Tyrannosaurus like a Rex. Oh, Triceratops. Yeah. And a little and pterodactyl, a pterodactyl. But yeah, lots of different dinosaurs represented. Cute, cute, cute. Um, and it looks like it came out in 1993. You probably see. I've probably seen it. Do you remember I The just, Land Before Time? That was so good. It's like, it kind of reminds me of that, like the cartoony, like. Yeah, it does. Like very kind of friendly dinosaurs. Not yeah. Jurassic Park, scary dinosaurs. It is cool that she kind of just made this very scary dinosaur into something that was not scared right so her. like maybe that's her way of at least temporarily dealing with the situation because it makes it less stressful 
that it's a a cartoon dinosaur. I mean, we've already got a tornado. We've already got a dinosaur. Like, let's make it a little less intense by making it a cartoon dinosaur. Yeah, there's a lot of dinosaur movies at that time. You think about Jurassic Park. You had Land Before Time. You had Mm -hmm. this. You had Barney, who was just creepy. Was the di- the, was the dinosaur. dinosaur? If you if you say name a dinosaur, how many people would probably say Barney instead of even actually saying a real a name <laughs> name of a dinosaur? So, what was with um, our obsession as Americans with these dinosaurs in the early nineties? I would say if it was pre Jurassic Park, which this was, because um, I think Jurassic Park was ninety three. Yeah, so this came out just- ninety three, so it's about the same time. Oh. Okay, well, I understand if anything came out after Jurassic Park, because that just was explosive and unlike anything we'd ever seen, and it was so crazy and awesome. But before that, I don't know why there were so many dinosaurs, because obviously nothing really hit the mark until Jurassic Park. Right. I mean, maybe the cartoon ones, but still it was like, yeah, what? I don't what know. was going on I in the know. early 90s? I mean, I know. And then this dream, then that's like, that was the culture of the time. So it's not surprising that she dreamt about a dinosaur if, if, you know. Barney's there. And I love that she specifically said, not Barney style. Like, she <laughs> right. put that in her dream description. Not Barney not style. Barney. So it's like very important to differentiate. Yes, I guess so. From one cartoon dinosaur to another, but... I mean, it could be something she's dealing with or has been dealing with. I mean, because again, it's reoccurring. It's from a childhood. But it could also mean, I'm just thinking dinosaurs again, because I just think of the past when I think of dinosaurs. So maybe there's something, old habits or attitudes that maybe she just needs to kind of change in her life. And that's always the hardest, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, to kind of look at things in a different light try new things so maybe it's what she kind of needs to either address this issue or kind of move on at least continue with her life and hopefully that dinosaur just never even comes into that man-made hole (laughs) that tornado never even comes into them i think it was interesting she mentioned that it was a square hole square man-made hole so it's not if i think of a hole i'm naturally going to think of a round hole like some round hole hole. just kind of jaggedy like Someone is or a just, body length hole. I don't know. Yeah, of course. But a square hole. Very squares are very exact and very, very inten- intentional. Yeah, right. Very intentional. So she's dealing with whatever this is very intentionally. Perhaps. And that is a little concerning to me because <laughs> I just think like, okay, she was well aware that this hole existed in her True. yard. And that's what she ran to. So that's, wow, I never even thought of that. That Maybe this is a, something even deeper like she ran out of the house into this man-made hole because she felt safer even out in the elements but being in this hole so it's like some sheet maybe maybe she created the hole then maybe she and did. it's very exact she's like she likes the rules the That's, safety yes. of the hole because it's all perfect and it's exactly how she wants it to be. Mm-hmm. And that's where she retreats to in times of danger. So perhaps that's interesting. And maybe Ooh. not every dream has to be solving a problem. Maybe this is just, no. it's her, she just uh, affirming in her head, this is the type of person I am. Like, I'm going to address issues, I'm going to address stress, and I'm going to make it not scary. And I'm going to just deal with it head on. That's maybe how she has to deal with it. And I think, hey, that's maybe not the worst way to do it. <laughs> I mean, we all need to like cut the edge off a little bit, right? So maybe making our problems 
a little less overwhelming, whether that's in the form of making it a cartoon or not, I think maybe we can all learn a little bit about Julia's processing method because yeah, she's, you, she's still going. What do you think about the dice? Because like, it has a kind of a game aspect at the end. Oh, the dice. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So this was kind of creepy to me because dice always, at least to me, I always, always think like literally the game crap. It's a crap shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So if this dinosaur is putting her life in his hands <laughs> based on this dice game. I don't know if she feels very insecure about past decisions or about making a future decision. But like, it just seems very fate, very destiny. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen when you're out of her control. Dice. I mean, so is a tornado. That I mean, that's it is chaos in both senses. It's a lot of chaos. And she's she's literally, it's, you know, got her life on the line because he makes me play a game for my life, she mm-hmm. actually says in the dream. So, mm-hmm. like, this dice and the fact that it's made of bones is super creepy. It's like old school. I mean, that's how they originally were made out of, right? Right. I don't know, though. Like, what do, what do bones mean? Like, is that, like... Strength. I would think, I'm just off the top of my head, yeah. bones mean strength. They're, they're hard. They're not oh, okay. easy to break. Okay, that's interesting. Like, I I didn't like look it up. But what I was thinking is that maybe she just needs to look at where she is in her life and decide what she wants, what she wants to attain and how she's going to do it. And maybe that will take some of the the fear out of it when she actually has like a game plan in place. Mm, I don't know, like, it's like I said, dice in general, the bones just seem so up in the air, so scary along with everything else in her dream. So I feel like she's got these segments that how she is dealing with whatever this problem is, but she is kind of breaking it up into tolerable pieces. <laughs> pieces. It's like a seven-step process. It is. Notice tornado. Run to backyard. Get Run in hole. Ba- get in hole. Say hi to dinosaur. <laughs> roll some dice. But the then that what scares me, though, is that she says she wakes up Every time after rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't so know her she, fate in the dream. She doesn't know her fate. Yeah. She wakes up every time having I mean, isn't that us all? We, what are we really I even know. here for? Why do we exist? Wow. We, we just went somewhere we extra, went deep. extra existential. We never know. <laughs> we never know the future. <laughs> we don't. And that's kind of like the epitome of this dream is rolling cartoon the dice. Dinosaur. <laughs> di- cartoon dinosaur rolling some dice in a hole. <laughs> that, that's a good dream. That's a really good dream. Thanks, Julia. Thank you, Julia. We wish you the best of luck. (laughs) We wish you the best of luck. And just get out there and be a a craps dealer. Maybe she needs to... Maybe she's going to find big bucks with tips at a craps table (laughs) somewhere near her in Jersey. And she's (laughs) found a new calling. New calling. Yeah, that's it. It's all it's been coming to in her life. And if that is profitable, Julia, reach out. Let me know. I might move to New Jersey and become a craps dealer myself. (laughs) She's in the market for a new job. This would be perfect. (laughs) It sounds perfect. (laughs) If you have a crazy reoccurring dream like this that you tell your best friend about, because, you know, if you're going to tell someone, it's probably going to be your best friend. I had a crazy dream last night. Also mention that you listen to this amazing podcast called Revelations, and they should too. So we want you to go tell a bestie, go tell a coworker, go tell a dinosaur. We don't care. Just tell someone (laughs) about this podcast. Because that's only going to help us grow and keep producing more and more episodes and read crazy dreams for all of you out there. Tell a dinosaur. You're Tell a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing me here, Mindy. That's you're a good welcome. one. <clears throat> you're welcome.
welcome. I didn't say thank you, but thank you. <laughs> I know deep down you want to thank me, so I'm just going to say welcome out of time. No, you know me too well. I, I was do. a big thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, we came across a very exciting threshold this week. Do you know Ooh, what it is? What is it? We have reached 500 listens to the podcast. 500 downloads, which is exciting. That's We've been doing this for like a exciting. month. A month. Yeah, about just over a month. And yeah, yeah, 500 listens. And so we just want to take a minute to say thank you to all of our listeners and supporters out there because this is huge for us. Like we feel so loved. And supported and accepted into this. Yes, all of the good things, all the feels. All the feels. feels. Thank you again for listening and tuning in. And I just want to give a couple of shout outs to some cities that um, we're tuning in this week. We have Houston. We have Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah, right. Um, one of my favorite towns, New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. Nola. Give me you. some beignets and just uh, let me just people watch. I'm a happy girl. That's, <laughs> that's all that's, I need. If that, I just need the beignets. Really. And a three foot tall margarita in one of those. Or yard any cups window you walk up to on fine. the street and just get like. A three-foot drink of anything and have beignets, sit down, have a good time. <laughs> oh, the best, the best. That's actually where Mark and I went on our honeymoon, so it holds a dear spot in my heart. I would We love you, New Orleans. So. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Albany, okay, uh, Dallas, you know, we're Texas showing up this week, and Nashville, which is another amazing city I love. I know that's a place you've been a few times, hasn't Yeah, we've it? been there. I- it, that is a fun town. We were there right before COVID hit, like the, the week almost before COVID hit. So <laughs> the last time there was like masses and masses of people. Yeah. And then the world changed. Yeah. I hear you. I remember I had just gotten back from a trip to Tulum. I think it Tulum. was in Mexico. Um, mm. It was 2020. I think it was either January or early February. Yeah. So like right before everything happened. And I remember the friends that picked me up, they had the radio on and they're like, have you heard about this? corona thing i'm like corona they had lots of coronas in mexico (laughs) i'm like yeah i've heard of corona and they're like no listen to all this like and i just was so it hit so suddenly yes you went from like getting back from a trip to like uh you cannot go to the grocery store okay okay what what is this like and then the world shut down like four weeks later it is crazy and here we are yeah still here we are but this year's better than last year yes Let's keep it going, people. Keep getting vaccinated. Get your booster. Uh, yeah. So uh, the thank you to everyone. And then I just yes, want to give our shout out to our biggest listener town, which is our Washington, D.C. folk all in that metro Yay! area. So thank you again. You guys are show up every week to give us love and support. So we love you. We, we see love you, you D.C. Woohoo, District of Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas time. It's Christmas, Christmas week. Time. And when this episode comes out, it's the day before Christmas. Christmas Eve. So do you have all your shit done? You said you got all your shopping done. Do you have all your wrapping done now? I do. I'm completely finished except for I'm waiting for I was going to be specific, but in case someone's listening, I'm waiting for one Mm -hmm. gift, last minute gift to arrive from Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then I'll wrap that puppy up and then I'll be all finished. Did you ever did you jump into it? Did you get into it? Yeah, right after I get back, we got back from Florida for our vacation. I was like, holy crap, I'm running out of time. And so and then you hit those shipping deadlines. And so I was like, two days just online, just 
on that's, that's the sound of a keyboard. I was online and Amazon and all these shops because I don't have time to go to the store. I am way too busy. So online, I did like 95% of my shopping online. I've got like a I couple little do. things to get, but I now I just have a lot of wrapping to do because we have six yeah. kids and that's a lot of gifts. And, and that's it just takes your forever. kids. That's, that's not just my like kids. anyone outside no. of your immediate family. No, it's insane. So um, yeah, I have a lot of wrapping to do. Got to still make the Christmas cookies. Mm, that's We're going to do that in a couple days do. here. And yeah, in a couple days here, it's going to be Christmas, Mindy. You got to get yeah. those cookies baked. We're going to do that, I think, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. We gotta make some cookies. Well, I might be in the Rockford area on Wednesday. Oh. So I might I could just pop over and help you. Because you want the cookies? cookies? I see how this goes. No, my parents, every time I go to their house, have a new one hundred quantity batch of cookies to send home with me. Like I haven't had a single cookie from the last batch you sent. So let's just hold off on sending another 65 cookies home with me every time. <laughs> I shouldn't be complaining about free pastries, but it just gets, they get, they make so many that it's like, I don't think they realize. Same for fresh foods though. Like when my dad had his mm-hmm. garden, he would, when I would come into town or whatever, he'd have like a trunk full of fresh vegetables to send home with me. And I'm like, God bless. I love you. And I will eat some of these. <laughs> like, but they only are me. fresh. <laughs> it's just me. I cannot have tomatoes every meal. I, I will try my best because I do <laughs> like tomatoes. But it'd be like there'd be cucumbers and squash and green beans and broccoli, like everything. Oh, God. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm awesome, just though. one person. Like, it, it's great. You can pickle I- it. Pickle it and freeze it. If I knew how to do any of that, but most of it would just end up going bad. And I felt terrible because it's like fresh produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to. But it just it. goes bad so quickly. Like, I don't have an, I don't have enough time to make that for just one person. Nope. What's your um favorite? Oh, here, before we go on, let me show you my Christmas socks of the day. Ah! What are we? <laughs> You're leading back so far. Oh, it's a snow woman in a hula skirt and bra. Yes, I have a socks with a snowman and a hula skirt on today. I love, I love socks. I do. I oh my god, Christmas socks it's, are my favorite. I have Halloween socks and I have Valentine. I have like every season. I just go from from holiday to holiday, and those are the socks I wear. Do you remember in high school what I would do? Wear every day. You match your socks. your polo shirt because we had yes. we had a dress code at, at Catholic school. She would match her solid colored polo shirt to whatever socks she wore. And so if it was a red shirt, it'd be red socks. If it was a green shirt, it'd be green socks. She it was very, it. very specific. But she's a very so. I think maybe, though, that's the reason I don't wear socks anymore. anymore. I was traumatized. No, I just think I, I don't wear shoes that necessitate yeah, socks. Yeah, you have like flats so and stuff. Flats, yeah, yeah. Like, so I don't. I mean, I have winter boots and I might be have some winter socks that I keep near the boots, you know, like for that. But I'm impressed that you are like all out there all like out every day with Loving it. new My kids know what to give me for Christmas. Just give me holiday socks. God, and who asks for that? Usually that's like the nightmare gift. I got socks for Christmas. Oh, man, but Mindy's like, socks. I'm all about give it. The socks. <laughs> you know, you'd appreciate this. So like, I get very organized with be having such a big family about how to keep track of gifts. And so I oh, have a spreadsheet. God. I love that has, you. That's color coordinated, of course. I love that you has so much. Each kid, how each gift, 
of course, the cost, because you have to make sure not only is the cost oh. the same throughout all the kids, but the, the number of gifts they open is the same across the kids. Wait, you can't even like substitute like, okay, you got one really expensive gift. You're getting no. like three tiny gifts. Tiny no, gifts? you have to get three oh. tiny gifts then too. And then you have to match the, the the counts and the amounts. This is crazy. So this is why I have a spreadsheet. And then now, <laughs> because everything's like the Amazon guy is coming like four times a day to my house. As well he lives as like, like UPS two guy. streets down from you, the Poor Amazon. He's like again. <laughs> how many gifts do they need? Um, but I then I cross them off, so I have O means ordered. Okay, A means arrived. Oh, X means wrapped. <gasps> or if I know like the date it's going to arrive, I'll put the date. So like twelve twenty three, I know it's coming. So oh, I'm shit. That's so, festivus. Yeah. That's festivus yeah, times. <laughs> You're getting down and dirty to festivus. I have time. to December man. Twenty third. <laughs> too much. Too much. I mean, I put it off. I mean, there's one gift I'm not sure is going to make it on time. Which hopefully that I think everyone's understand. experiencing a little bit of that with supply chain issues. But yeah, Kwanzaa also starts the end of this week. So Kwanzaa, happy, happy Kwanzaa. holidays and happy Kwanzaa and. It's this, all the, best the time holidays, of year. All, all the of days, them. I'm all the days, <laughs> and the socks and the sweaters and the um, everything else. Yes, I'll yeah. take it all. What it's, do you remember? Like a, a gift you received as a child that was your favorite gift ever? I'm like was there one lucky. gift you just really wanted? Well, yes. Okay, so those are kind of two separate questions. Okay, <laughs> you you pick whatever one you want to answer. That's fine. Okay. What I've always wanted, always, was Barbie's dream house. That was, oh, God, yeah. Barbies were my thing. Like, I had a thousand of them. Never had the house, though. Like, always wanted the dream house. I knew it was expensive. And even as a kid, I knew it was, like, something, like, unattainable. But I yes. still always had hope for it. Yeah. So, one Christmas, I remember, even with the package, I know this is terrible for a podcast. You know, it's like. You, you knew what size the package would be to right, be Right. The wrapped, box right? was, like. 12 by 12, let's say, okay? okay? And, and probably 12 op- hours to put together. Probably. Let's be real. <laughs> so I open the back of, I open the present and it's the back of the box. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of Barbie's dream house. And I am so sure, <laughs> even though this box is tiny, <laughs> that I had just gotten Barbie's dream house. Even though it's just like a little ad on the back of the box oh, of no. what I did get. But I was so sure. <laughs> <laughs> that it was I knew it was such a small box, but it's I not gonna work. Um, but it was still a pretty cool gift. I don't yeah. know if it's my favorite, but like it just reminds me because I didn't Did you get ever get Barbie. that damn Barbie dream house? No? Oh this I'm very don't, stop crying. <laughs> you look like you could cry. You no, look like you could cry. I'm not gonna cry. Maybe back then. Um, How I old were you? Oh I don't know, seven? Yeah. Eight? Yeah, it's that year that you really you you've been you're really so like good for all Santa. in. This is like your toy. This is what you're doing. You wrote the with. letters. There's... You dropped in the mail. You saw them at the mall. You waved. Oh yeah. It ended up being pretty cool. <clears throat> it was like a Barbie jacuzzi. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it Barbie had this like this on. little button that you would press, and <laughs> it would create bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> yes, yes. I think I remember that. I mean, not from yeah. you. I think I might have had the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. So um, I didn't get, I guess the jacuzzi is probably not my favorite present I ever got. I mean, it was awesome. It got yeah, a lot of right. good use. Yeah. But I, th- makes I a guess mess of water, but. the story was that I really thought it was Barbie's dream house, <laughs> even though it was such a small box. It's a bummer. Um, How about you? What are oh, your like, I, favorite present memories? I think 
Um, my favorite gift, I think I I did not expect it, was my Nintendo. <laughs> like, was probably the like ten. I think it, it was about nineteen ninety. Yeah, Nintendo would a good maybe one. come out, and I did. There's no way my parents could afford it, so I'm like, "There's, it's not happening. There's no way." You just knew, you just knew. Yeah, I said, you know, I had a hope in for Santa, but I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't see this happening. I wasn't that good, and <laughs> I wasn't um, that good. <laughs> I stole something probably from the candy stores. I'm like, I don't know if you it's, probably if, stole something from Claire's. Yeah, I probably stole something from Claire's, and I was, it was probably before those days, but I. Just didn't think it was possible, and then I we got it, and that was my life for the next year or two. Was that Nintendo and Super five. Mario Brothers and oh um, Duck Hunt, of course. Duck Hunt is yeah. the best. That oh my god, stupid yeah. dog! He'd laugh at you. It's he, like he's he taunting such you. Ass. Such an asshole. Oh, god, what a but dick. man! If I had to play that again, that would be fun. I, it's probably games are not so the same terrible. Now. It probably like we with lag time and graphics. He'd probably you blow on the cartridge. <laughs> just try to get it work. It damn it. I so. I remember like my brother got Nintendo, mm-hmm. so I remember that year was big. You, but, yeah, but did I you, never, you get to use it, or did he did he allow you to use it when he I mean, was he feeling would have, nice? But I was never really no. into video games. I watched a lot of him playing video games. <laughs> that sounds even boring than playing video games. Yeah, bro. but I mean. Back then, it was like, this is really cool. Because you, you know, couldn't like play at the same time. That's no, the thing. this is like what we're doing. Not multiplayer. You had three lives. The cheat codes. Um, yeah, like up, up, down, down, A, left, B, left, B, start, start. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. He knew all yes, of that. Yes, extra lives. Um, but I do remember like as we got older and he'd let me play um, certain games like racing games like Mario mm-hmm. Kart and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, then he wouldn't let me play because I was not a good sport. And I was Shock. not good at video games, so I would lose. So and you lost, just, and you got mad. I would throw the controller mm-hmm. on the ground. You're, yeah. I didn't throw it at him, which is surprising. That seems to me <laughs> like that would be my first instinct, just from our relationship <laughs> growing up. But no, I, um, I would. I think I broke some controllers. Yeah, of that, his I would not let you play years, with my Nintendo so. either. Makes sense. I did love Tekken though when PlayStation came out. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Tekken, I love a good fighting game. I don't Fun. do well with like role playing or things like that, but I'll do like yeah, a I was a big game. World of Warcraft nerd for a lot of years. See, yeah, that's not my ago, so. not yeah. my cup of tea. I don't <laughs> I, I mean, I know it I'm in the minority here, but like I said, I don't really play video games. So when I do, it's like racing games or fighting games. Fun. And- Fun. Next time you're yeah. here, we'll we'll <gasps> we'll blow up the Nintendo Switch. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm Yay. totally in. Okay, well, uh, to, this week was fun. We just want to wish you all like happy holidays and Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, where that's already over. Kwanzaa, just all of much them. love, much love. Yes. We hope you guys have get everything your heart desires and everything you deserve if you were a good boy or girl. <laughs> you didn't steal any candy from the candy store. Yeah, don't be like Mindy. Don't Santa's like watching. Mindy. Santa's watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Julia and Megan, we just want to say thank you again for submitting your dreams. We had so much fun. Keep them coming. We love it. We love it. And if you want to be part of something special, you can head over to remolations.com and join our Patreon. It only costs $3 a month. It can buy us a hot chocolate or a hot chocolate with Kahlua. Something good. Yes, that's much better. That is the correct If you are feeling in the giving Christmas spirit, (laughs) And you want to buy us a nice little warm 
toddy, as my dad would say. Hot toddy. Get us a hot toddy. Uh, you can join us at uh, Patreon and uh, just support the show. We love you. And you can also you can also <laughs> find us anywhere on social at Remolations. Give us a high five, a heads up. Give us a Thumbs DM. Up, slide into like. our DMs. Ooh, Let us know slide into your Christmas our DMs. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> slide into Brooks DMs. I'm married. Oh yeah, you can slide into <laughs> mine. <laughs> I don't do DMs, though. I don't know. I, I try We're, not to. I don't know the lingo. No, no, I know. I, I know what it means. <laughs> Today was a lot of fun, and we can't wait to come back next week and to get in your ears and tell you more about dreams. But until then, sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, bitches! bitches.